0: Brought to you by the Bloom Women's Ministry at Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas. This is Bloom Talks. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Bloom Talks. I'm your host Paige Allen and this is kind of a special one. Cynthia's not with me today because we have someone in from out of town. So I just said I want to grab you and talk to you because you guys are going to love her so much. So I want you to welcome with me Natasha Meshuga. Did I say it right? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So Natasha is with us all the way from Israel. Natasha, welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here with you and just share my story. Yes. And uh, yeah, I hope it's helped
0: someone because once it helps me, (laughs) it will help someone. (laughs) So let me say this, those listening... Natasha and her husband Sergey, they are some of our missionary partners yep. that we have partnered with. I was trying to think. We more were talking than 10 about years. More than 10 years. Yes. Yeah. Maybe 11. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we give financial support, but we also, more than that, like we just love them. And we so believe in what God has called them to do in Israel. What is so interesting about Natasha that she's going to share with us, though, is she's Ukrainian. Yep. Yeah. So I I don't want to talk. I want everyone to hear you. So um, we were talking about what part of your story to talk about because there's so many amazing parts. And um, you said you felt like maybe we would talk about when God had you guys move. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to turn it over. Tell tell me about that because that is that is huge. It is. Move from Ukraine to Israel. For me, it was. Yeah. Because I didn't want to.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, tell me about that. Okay. So it was 13 years ago. Mm hmm. And uh, before we married, we married for 16 years. Before okay. we married, we knew that we moved to Israel, build a church. Okay. But then we go to study and then our life in Kiev was great. Good finances, everything was great. And uh, we missed the calling. We missed the moment mm-hmm. that we need to move. Mm-hmm. And everything start falling apart. And if our finances, the leadership, like everything. Mm-hmm. everything. and in the end our we have two sons, Solomon and Moses. Mm-hmm. Solomon, he is the oldest and he was two years old when he got sick. Mm-hmm. He was very sick and um, he couldn't breathe and doctors actually couldn't help him. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the, it came to the point that he stopped breathing and the doctors took him to the intensive care. And they told us that if he will survive this night, so then he will survive. He, maybe he's not survived. So it was very, you know, f- as a parents, it was very stressful. And then I had a baby with Moses. He was just born. Mm-hmm. I lost my milk because I was overstressed, of course. And uh, everything was like, you know, broken and wow. everything. Mm-hmm. And in the end... The Solomon, of course, he survived and everything was not okay, but he, still he was alive, but he was slowly dying. Mm-hmm. He was worse and worse every day. He couldn't make the stairs and he stopped breathing. Like it was very hard for breathe. So he, usually he was, uh, or are we carrying him, mm-hmm. so he couldn't even normally walk because it was hard for breathing. Yeah. And in, in the point, I came to Jesus and, I, and I'm just sad. Okay, God, if I promise you, I would be okay with you. Mm. I will continue go to church. I will continue to uh, volunteer, serve you. I will continue worship you. But if that's it, mm-hmm. what you prepare for my son, mm-hmm. I let it go. Wow. If you want him to take... I let him go. Mm. You can take him. Wow. And in that point, I felt like Abraham with mm. Isaac, that I just, you know, give my son as the worship before my God, and I promised him that I would be okay with him, but mm. I really want his will in my life mm. and his blessing in my life. And in two weeks, we moved to Israel. Wow. And I don't actually. I don't remember how it's happened. I just, I just knew if we not move, my son will die. Mm. I just knew somehow. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to Israel in ten days, without any medicines, of course he was healed. Really? Wow. Yes. Then uh, he was still have you know uh, recovery six months because his immune system was totally killed. Yeah. And. He's, you know, and then we figured out that this kind of asthma, mm-hmm. that he will grow up and he will be okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if he's fifteen, he's totally fine. He's do sport, running, running. He's normal boy. Mm-hmm. He love God crazy. He mm-hmm. do worship. So he's man of God for sure. Yeah. Wow. And the thing is, when we moved to Israel, we moved just with two hundred dollars in our pocket. Two kids, one of them dying, no insurance, no nothing, and we just move just because God calls us. Wow! And in this season, three years, we I with kids, we live like um, we we all like tourists. No Mm -hmm. insurance, no money, no nothing, but God provide every month, everything. Kids never had, the, you know, the opportunity to go to the doctor, but they don't need; they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. God just, you know, cover. And I really learned one, the most important, I think, you know, point in my life that the will of God—it's the best place and the safest place mm. to be. Yeah. And of course, maybe I want to control. I want to make my decision. I think I'm. I know what is right timing. Or wherever it is, but if God calls you to do something now, maybe it
0: looks very wrong. (laughs) Because back then it was wrong. Yeah. It was not a time. I (laughs) was going to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, but what did everyone around you say? Oh, uh, they don't think that we do right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody thinks we do
1: right. Uh-huh. People actually thought that we just is run away from the uh, responsibilities. Right. Yeah. That we just, you know, uh, left everything behind, mm-hmm. and we didn't rebuild what we were destroyed because it was crisis. It it was mm-hmm. messy, messy, everything. Yeah. And we just, is we just, you know, leave. Yeah. And it was the safest place and we actually felt you know when it's hurricane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it the epicenter right this is the most safest place of the, yeah. the, uh, of the storm. yes yeah, in this storm yeah. so we felt that the will of god this is this place right and god will provide and it was peace in our souls mm. it, when we saw it god proved us that he wants us be there Mm -hmm. i felt that i'm at home when i went out from airport and we just start doing what god calls us to do it kids wasn't okay but god called us to do and then he built our kids Mm -hmm. he built our finances he built our relationship Mm -hmm. and you know, when we focus on his will and his kingdom of God, so he built our kingdom of God, you know, mm. our kingdom, our families, That's good. Yeah. our kids, yeah. our health, our finances. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mean that we don't care. But, you know, when we do care, but we have a calling to do. Yes. So then
0: God said, I have your back. Wow. So you do what I call you to do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You were telling me, yeah, you wanted to share this because it was such a, like you said, maybe one of the biggest lessons you learned in your yeah. life. And it it was, first of all, you surrendered. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's first. And then yeah. you obeyed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: I just put aside my opinion and I said, okay, God, whatever you want, I take it.
0: Mm.
1: Maybe it's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not what I expect. But I take it because what you give me, it's the best. Yes, yeah. It's the best what I can have. Wow. And anyway, my son is the life. So, you know, even though yeah. I let it go, but he is amazing. He's very passionate for Jesus. Mm. He is the, such a blessing. Yeah. And he's really man of God. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. One, just one person in all high school that he believes in Jesus. And he just bring kids in the church. Mm-hmm. He still shine bright like a diamond yes, yeah. as, you know, as the God's light there. Wow. So it's, and it cost him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he does a great job. Wow.
0: Both of them. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. But yeah. So, okay. So you've been in Israel now for, did you say 12 years or 13 years? 13 years. 13 yeah. years. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about those 13 years. You were saying the beginning yeah really hard. yeah and in yet, the, in the and, middle in the end too. and the and yet knowing and yet knowing you're right where you're supposed to be. yeah because I'm thinking about women that right now I think that's so hard is there's something about like okay, I know I'm in the will of God, but it's still hard. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. it's true what what helped you and Sergey stay the course um, what what helped you know like, on the hard days, like, this is where we're still supposed to be, you know? Was mm-hmm. it looking back at, like, oh, but look at what God did in our son's life. Like, mm-hmm. if he would do that, he'll continue. What What was it for you guys? I
1: don't know how it's for my husband. He usually the visioner person, so he mm-hmm. need to stick to the vision. Then he's okay. Yeah. I am more than I am faithful in the small things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just doing what I have in my hands, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it, and i we not the one thing that we have in common is the family is the persons that we never give up yeah. we we just start until god will close the door we do it yes no matter what how mm-hmm. hard is it we just keep doing small things and the first 3 years it was 10 people in the in the church, in the congregations,
0: yeah. in the
1: co- one congregation, <laughs> so it was just ten people. And sometimes my husband thought maybe I, it was just my imagination. Mm. Maybe God didn't call me to that. Right. But yeah. I said, okay, let's let's just you know do what we have and be open. If it's right. not. We're ready to quit. We're ready to move. Mm -hmm. We're ready to change our, Mm -hmm. you know, directions. Wherever God calls us to do, just be faithful
0: what you have and be open if God wants you change the direction. And so good. I think so many people need to hear that, like be faithful with the 10, because I think we do live in this world where we're constantly, whether it's from social media or something where the things that get the spotlight are the things that seem flashy and big and that has, quote, unquote, a lot of fruit. But 10 people, if you're in the will of God, that's fruitful. And there's something to be said and something that God's doing in our lives when we're faithful with 10 people, Mm. you know? Yeah. I was thinking, as you said that, so I think my dad visited you for the first time in that season with 10 people. It's true. And he said, he said it was so great. He goes, I go in for church. And everyone's like talking. And then all of a sudden, like the whole church goes on the stage because the whole church is the worship team. And yeah. he said, and I realized I'm the only one in the congregation. But he goes, it was great. <laughs> and then it was, yeah, it it the like worship that. is over. <laughs> yeah, And Sergei goes off or you go off. Yeah, uh, And two or three of them leave to go teach the kids. It was only my kids. Our, our kids. Yeah. No, the only two kids. Yes. And I loved what you said. You still took role every single Sunday. Yes. Of, of your two kids. Yes. Because... Yeah. yeah, they need to have different teachers. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not me only uh-huh. who need yeah. to be everywhere. Uh-huh. So it's good to have different teachers yeah. for my
0: kids. What do you think God taught you in those years of being faithful with little? That God always provide. Mm.
1: God always provide and he is faithful. Mm. So if we faithful, and one of the point that actually we learn, if our heart, because actually, mm-hmm. we have a lot of harvest. Mm. People are lost everywhere. Yeah. And if they are little, no. Mm. It's a huge amount of people. Right. But our hearts not always are wide enough mm. to have these people. Wow. So we, God never gives us more than we can handle. Mm. So we, you know, we widen our hearts We widen the hearts of the team members Mm. that we can accept more harvest and take care of it. So we usually, when we stuck somewhere, we said, "Okay, let's widen our hearts. Mm. That we are you ready to have like twenty people?" And I can see in the eyes of the team, "Oh, they not. Mm. It would be too much for them. Oh, yes, they are. They are looking forward." And then just people comes. Wow. So it this is actually that's the thing. really good. God yeah. has God has all the resources. Mm-hmm. This is never a problem. Mm-hmm. God has all the blessings. Mm-hmm. It's not the problem for them. But when it's why it's not coming in our life in the moment we want it, because we're not ready. Mm. We need to be ready. Otherwise this blessing won't be blessings. Mm. So we need to prepare our hearts to take it and manage it. Not just to you know, take it. Yes. But manage it yeah. in the God's way. Yeah. Wow.
0: wow. That's good. You're convicting me right now, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Wow. That's really <laughs> it's really powerful. Like, yeah, we say we want more. We say but yeah, we have to see are we actually ready? Yeah. For example, if we all want to have this million dollar, yes? Yeah, right, right.
1: But, okay, you will have it today. So mm-hmm. what do you will do with that? Mm. Yeah. Actually, we usually if we're not ready, we just want to spend them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We just, just want to spend the million dollar yeah. on yeah. the stuff, the material stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe some of them we really need, but some of them we just want it. Mm-hmm. And that actually not the good, you know... Uh, how Would say, um, when you oh, I forgot the word, it's fine. It's okay. So that mm-hmm. it's we're not uh, manage it right,
0: steward, thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're yeah. not
1: steward, mm-hmm. we're not ready, mm-hmm. it's too much. So we have as much as we can steward. Mm-hmm. So if we live in minus, or we have, I don't know, we have our family and we have a bad relationship there, mm-hmm. so how God how we want from God have more people in the church mm-hmm. if we're struggling with these five, three people at home.
0: Right, yes.
1: So this is how it's work. We right. need to steward what we have, all kinds of resources. Right. Finances, relationship, our soul, our time, mm-hmm. everything, our emotions, yeah. everything, our time with God. Right. So if we're good in it. Mm-hmm. And we trust God mm-hmm. that the God's timing is the right timing. Right. So it will be easy, no stress. Okay, no less stress. Less stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think no stress impossible. Let less stress. Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. wow. Yeah. It's good. So let me ask you this too, because uh, I think people listening are gonna be curious. Cause I said you're you're Ukrainian. Oh yes. Yeah. And so we're very aware right now of mm. you know everything going on in Ukraine. You and I have talked um, earlier today about your family is in Ukraine. Yes, my mom and all my family, my sister yeah. they still in Kiev. Yes, in yeah. Ukraine. So I want you just to talk for a second to people listening, people here in Texas or mostly um, in the United States. Um, as a Ukrainian. How how would you encourage people to pray? How would you encourage, what do you want people to know about just conflict and the things going on? Uh, Jesus is the center.
1: This is what I remind myself mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But how I want the people pray, I can say that how we pray in our church, because our church, russian-speaking church yeah Yeah, we we in israel in tel aviv but we are russian-speaking congregations of course we have english and hebrew and all of this stuff but the main
0: there because i think people will be intrigued to know this i'm gonna not say but if if i have this right there are more christians that are russian-speaking it's true
1: in israel 70 percent of the body of christ in israel it's the russian-speaking people
0: yeah yeah, so but, it's huge. Yeah, that is huge because there it's immigrants yeah. from Russian-speaking countries. Yeah, yeah, that are Jewish. So okay, yeah. So I just wanted to say that because I think people are going to be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, amazing. Okay, yeah. And uh, we have and Russians and Ukrainians. So your church and, is both.
1: Yes, and more even. Yeah, post-Soviet Union, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. be- Belarus, like yeah. all kind of countries. But what we Pray from the stage. Mm-hmm. We pray for authorities in Ukraine and Russia that both of them have fear of God. Mm. Both of them need it. Yeah, the Ukraine need to make a wise decision, and Russia needed to make a wise decision. Yes. yes, yes. So, actually, we always pray for the authority that they have a fear of God. Yeah, because they are on the position that it's influence on all their, you know simple people Mm -hmm. and the simple people are the ones who struggling the most Mm -hmm. from all the decisions so we actually we pray a lot about the fear of god for the authorities Uh yeah for the presidents Mm -hmm. and as well of course we pray for peaceful people that they not die Mm -hmm. that they would be safe and the russia leave ukraine Mm -hmm. as well we pray for that Mm -hmm. and yeah and Uh, Many of us has the families in Mm -hmm. Ukraine and in Russia, and both of both of these sides are struggling. So we just encourage our people, just support them, and pray for them Mm -hmm. that they would be safe Mm -hmm. and that God and salvation comes to their lives if it's not yet. And yeah, and we just help. We just do the project that we can help uh, two Ukrainians to. Russians, immigrants in Israel. Mm -hmm. So we do the projects and bless people, bless people, bring them hope. And we say, you are in Israel already. Mm -hmm. So you are safe. You're okay. Mm -hmm. Everything would be all right. Great. So just Mm -hmm. take your time. Mm -hmm. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's really wise and really powerful. Because like you said, Jesus has got to be the center. To yeah. find to find any sort of peace. Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah. Because all the you know, we need the unity more than we need our opinion. Mm-hmm. This is what I actually give up many years ago mm-hmm. from my opinion. That I thought maybe as a woman we always have our own opinion. We always do, yes. It's even, true. Yeah. even though uh-huh. we don't know the subject, we don't know what it's about, but we have already the opinion about it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I had a picture like long time ago, that the woman, you know, the house is destroyed like after the bombing, like everything is destroyed. A husband somewhere under the couch, like oh, uh, with a white flag, you know. The kids somewhere, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all the uh, dirty and stuff like that. And the woman staying like the victorious, you know, on this uh, ruins mm-hmm. and like. I was right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this, this, the picture. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't want to be right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to have peace yes. in my family. I want to, my family won't be ruined because I'm right, mm-hmm. but I want that my family will flourish and and it's okay if I am not right. Mm. I just put aside my opinion and bring Jesus. This is, he said that unity, you know, this is the sacrifice, we bring to build a unity so this is what we do in the church Mm -hmm. we bring unity we tell our ukrainians please hug our russians and tell them that you accept them and you russians please go and pray for ukrainians Mm -hmm. so this is how we can bring the unity because this is the more important than opinion of people
0: That's, that's so good. So good. And, and you know, it's one thing for us to talk about unity. It's another thing, like you're saying, to actually walk it out. To actually, okay, Russians, you go pray for Ukrainians. Ukrainians, go hug Russians. I think here, even in the U.S., there's been a lot of tension here. Like, how can we actively walk that out as well? Like, put it down our opinions and go serve someone else that... May look different, may have a different background, you may even disagree with. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It brings peace. We're called to be peacemakers, not just peacekeepers. It's true. And that means sometimes you have to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. to bring peace.
1: Yeah, but when you have a right perspective mm-hmm. and perspective is Jesus, he was he died for us. Yeah. His sacrifice is enough. Yeah. That I can put aside my opinion. Mm. No. at least for this mm-hmm. maybe not enough for I don't know the big stuff right. when I'm totally not uh, mm-hmm. in but to put aside my opinion mm-hmm. his sacrifice was enough mm-hmm. that I can bring peace and love
0: and show Jesus more than I will show myself yeah yeah, wow man Natasha you're just dropping all kinds of truth bombs on us. <laughs> uh, sorry hey, no, no don't be sorry that's what we want <laughs> okay.
1: So, and I actually want to share just one Tell more, me, just, yeah. just yeah. because the podcast for women.
0: Yes, it is.
1: I was uh, because uh, in the story of us moving to Israel, yeah. I was very arguing with my husband, mm. with Sergey, and uh, I wasn't agree with him. And I said, "Okay, if God told you, He should told me mm. what to do. Uh, he, I need the confirmation." If God told you, he should give me the confirmation. Is Mm -hmm. is it right? Is it the Bible? Yeah. We need to get the confirmation. Mm -hmm. And I went to pray and I said, I kind of fighting with God, like, okay, God, so I want to be, I want to obey my husband. Mm -hmm. So you need to show me if he's right or maybe he's wrong. Mm -hmm. And then God just spoke to me so like, you know, like, you know, someone on my hat. He said, you know what? You don't need to know what I told your husband. I told him about your family because he is the leader of your family. Mm. You need to obey him. Mm. And you need to do what he will tell you to do wow. about the family vision. Mm-hmm. I give the vision for him. He gives vision to you mm. as the wife, as the family mm-hmm. member.
0: And I was like, it's not fair. Yeah, I was going to how did you <laughs> respond to that, Natasha? Because I think I would have some words with the word. <laughs> I, th- I thought mm-hmm. it's not
1: fair, but he said, I will ask because he is the responsible one. I will ask him what he did for what I tell him mm. and what he did with the family. Mm. He will give me, you know, the counting, not you. Mm. So I speak with him and you listen to him. Mm. And this, this actually really helps me just as well give up on my opinion mm-hmm. and just be, you know, obedience mm-hmm. to my husband. Mm-hmm. Even though we are women, mm-hmm. not, you know, we want to be, a, we want our husband be obedience to God. But actually Bible said, be wives, be obedience to your husband as the husband obedient to God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we are very obedient to God, but we're not obedient to husband. Mm-hmm. And God never goes, you know, different direction. If He said to be obedient to your husband, it means if you if you think, okay, I obedient to God, but I'm not obedient to husband, so I'm still right. No, you're still wrong. Mm. You need to be obedient to your husband and pray for your husband that your husband would be obedient to God. Mm. As you obedient to your husband. Mm. So it actually helps me how I wanna have my husband Obey Lord, yeah. and and God show me show so how you obey your husband, so mm-hmm. he would be follow your example, mm-hmm. and he will obey me the mm-hmm. same way. Okay. So I actually show my husband the way how he can be obey, how he can be obedience to to the Lord. Yeah, and it works. Wow. He is a great man of God. Yes. he really yes. It's
0: hard, but he does great job. Yes, wow. And, you know, I think there's, there's a real, um, sometimes I think that we see that as being weak. The world tells us that is weak, but it takes a real strength Mm -hmm. to, to follow someone Mm. into a battle or to follow someone into you know what i mean yeah. yeah and i think sometimes i think you know i know for myself there have been times where that was my big that was my big hang up on even trusting josh about a few things like i thought I, it made me weak to trust him mm. when in actuality it it you have to have strength yeah to do that a whole nother level of strength of it's like true. i'm going to trust god through this person mm-hmm. you know yeah. mm-hmm. wow
1: it's so true but actually it's as well helps mm-hmm. our husband to take the responsibility yeah. when we pull the blanket on ourselves mm-hmm. they have this you know competition spirit mm-hmm. so there's sometimes the family looks like everyone pulled the blanket on their own side but the thing is, then, when we just trust our husband, it and it's okay if they will do the mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but and they will. Yeah. But then, if we will just encourage them and support them, they will see, and then they will, you know, more, resp- more, you know, thoughtful about their decision in the future, mm. and then they will come and they will. Ask for advice, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. just you know, try to improve their leadership and say yes, I am the leader in this mm-hmm. house, but no, they want they would be so afraid to do the mistake, so they would say, okay, are you okay with that? Yeah. Are you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Let's pray about this. Let's let's do it with God together. Right, but it as well takes time. Yes. It's not yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. In one second, mm-hmm. for Sergei, it took, I don't know, five years, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And and it's still improving. Right, right. Yeah. So we married for 16 years. Now he's, you know, he asks advice more than he... I even he Moves I, on his own. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I actually already want him. I said, you know what to do, just do it. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, let's... How, what do you feel? Yeah. What the Spirit tells you? Yeah. What... Okay, how do you think? Is it wise? So, what is what is your feelings? Because mm-hmm. he knows that my, I, we a woman, we feels more than we We've, have, you know, facts w- in our <laughs> right, yes. mind. and so, we have a
0: lot of discernment. Yes. Yeah. yes, So
1: and so, he actually started using my gifts. Right. Yes. And we become a team. Mm-hmm. So it's great, mm-hmm. but I trust him. I always said, wherever you decide, I, we will do. Yeah. Not your word is the last word. Mm-hmm. So we're. Think twice, go check with God and do your decisions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whatever it is, I may, maybe I'm not agree, but it's fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will do what you say with a good attitude. Mm -hmm. So, and he's okay, good.
0: Yeah, Wow. Yeah, that's, that's good. That is a good word. And like you said, so you you were talking about specifically when you move from Ukraine to Israel, you know, I think there's something to that too of even just. Following gets you into alignment yeah. and like under authority and under a covering. Yes, so that then God can just do a work. Sometimes we want it's God so to do a work, but we're so often left field mm-hmm. that yeah, that we're 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 out of not out of His reach, but you know what I you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. We we need to come we have our own his, yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, it's really it's really true because when when we move to Israel. We have two small boys and, Mm. you know, and we do everything together. We plan the church together and we're fighting for our status together. Mm. And uh, we always was a great team. And but still with the two small kids, you struggle a lot because you want to bring, you know, a lot of stuff to your kids mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. them have the good food we didn't have a good food back then we didn't have a good clothes back then we did, we couldn't buy it so yeah. but we always were a blast yeah. we always got always you know we felt like we always have a manna in the morning you know mm. yeah. and our clothes never been old like uh-huh. it was all always fine with us yeah. we never look dirty or we look Poor. We look great. We mm-hmm. look fashion. Mm-hmm. We we had a, enough enough vitamins for our mm-hmm. kids, so we were all covered. Mm-hmm. And, and and God's present was in the family, yeah. in the church. Yeah. This is the most important. Maybe mm-hmm. we cannot see you know growing and fruits mm-hmm. and success in as we can see it in our mindset, right. but the most important what we need we. We need to fight for not to lose the God's presence. Yeah. Yes, that He would be not just in our ministry, but in our family. Yeah, that we we said okay, our home we ha- we have to have the same atmosphere as we have on the service.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: so the the you know the healing atmosphere, the worship atmosphere, the encouraging atmosphere we need to have with the, our kids mm-hmm. at home. When when they come to church, they feel like at home. Then yeah, so they don't. They have you know God's presence always with them, and they for them it's not natural Mm -hmm. be not with the God's presence. Yeah, and it's what. it's really encouraging because I'm kind of crazy, mama, about my kids. Oh no. If my kids not with God, oh God, I'm sorry, what are you calling me to do? I go and do with my do do the job with my kids. Mm-hmm. My kids mm-hmm. is my priority. My mm-hmm. family it's always my priority. Mm-hmm. So for me it's my weakest point. Mm-hmm. And if if I do something wrong to my with my kids, mm-hmm. I stop doing the ministry, I will, you know, figure it out again. We will start again with the right point and then I come back right. to the calling yeah. so God really shows a lot and he's present this is the point and I know I'm in a you know mm-hmm. I'm in the right direction mm-hmm. I'm still under his covenant mm-hmm. covenant and he always blessed he yeah. always provides we have a lot of miracles sometimes mm-hmm. we sometimes we wake up we didn't have a food for our kids for breakfast mm-hmm. just empty nothing. And then somehow, some, someone just wake up early in the morning in his day off and just bring, they have extra food somehow, I don't know where they mm. got it. And they just brought it just to us just because they just, you know, have some extra. Wow. And we have a feast in the morning, not just, you know, just the food, but the feast. Wow. And then for the whole month it yeah. so
0: these kind of stories we have them a lot oh I love that oh God is so good That's he is so good okay let me end our let me end our time together by asking you so you guys uh, I I want everyone to know you guys pastor at church ICF Tel Aviv yep yeah. yes so you may want to go follow them follow their church on Instagram ICF Tel Aviv how can because church on if we have other people than Church on the Rock ladies that listen. But if you are a Church on the Rock lady, I want you to know you are you are partnering with Natasha. Oh, yeah. Even though you don't even realize that you are. So how can women listening, how can they be praying for your church and for you guys this next year? Oh, we really need um,
1: protection. Okay. I think this is the main point that we need to be protected because the spiritual warfare so obvious Mm. in the middle east in israel we we just feel it every day we we can just touch it you know we're not just you know we can see it yes we can touch it we can experience like very visual Mm. things so uh the spiritual protection we really need it for not just for us as the family but of course, for kids and for our marriage, mm-hmm. but for the especially for the leaders team and the volunteers, mm-hmm. we need them be on you know okay, yeah. because if they start falling, if they if the spirit actually start cut them, it's mm-hmm. really uh, reflect on the church. Yeah. So we pray all the time about that God can protect all the volunteers, the leadership team, us as the family, kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, the protection is yeah. yeah and um of course the kids because the kids uh, actually one of the most attacked place in our church is the kids ministry mm-hmm. the kids volunteers very attacked mm-hmm. we we don't we sometimes we don't have people who can serve because I'm very picky who serve with the kids. It's a very, yes. you know, this is yeah. not everyone can serve there. Right. I don't know from my perspective. Of I course. don't want that everyone can go to my kids, I agree. you know, yeah. and and speak whatever they. Mm-hmm. It's a very need to be right people, godly mm-hmm. people with a god godly ministry. So the kids ministry need to be as well that that we have enough people to volunteer, enough people to serve the the leaders that the the we not lose the teenagers. We so it's the the, the kids and the teenagers it's always under attack mm-hmm. because what wanna still the enemy, the next generation and our resources, our finances. Mm-hmm. So this is what his main focus is. Yeah. And uh yeah, that we can actually influence more to yeah. the society. Mm-hmm. That we can God can just use us with what we have, mm-hmm. no more. Mm-hmm. That just with what we have, what we can, and just go and do the job for for this world. Yeah. To be the light, to be you know his salt, to be his hand, mm. to be his heart there that the people can see and they can touch God through us, yeah. and not just through us as me and Sergei, but through everyone who part of the ICF in Tel Aviv. Yeah. So. Mm.
0: Well, that's good. Thank you, Natasha. So good. This is what I want to encourage whoever is listening right now. I want you to just, I want you to literally pray right now for Natasha, for Sergey and for their church. I mean, you may be driving in your car, you may be doing your laundry, you may be out on a walk, but literally right now, as we end our podcast today, I just want you to declare the blessing of God and his protection over them because we were talking about unity earlier we are in this together although Mm. we are across the ocean we are in this together and I'm so proud of everything you are doing I just um, and I just want to say thank you I think, you, um, I think you've I think sparked things in people's hearts today as you were sharing. And so, uh, I hope so. kind of my, my last thing for you listening is what what is the one takeaway that you're taking away today from today's podcast? Maybe it had to do with her very first story about surrender and then getting in the will of God, mm-hmm. that it is the safest place. If you are outside of it just a little bit, Even if you have to go through a hurricane to get back in the center, Mm -hmm. it is worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, For someone else, it may be, as she was talking about her marriage, that may have stepped on your toes just a little bit. But I just think if that's what the Lord is, you know, Holy Spirit is poking in your heart, listen to that, listen to that, and just ask Him how you can get back into alignment So. Natasha, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's such an honor. It's so fun. So, everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you back next time at Bloom Talks. Thanks for listening to Bloom Talks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share to show your support.
1: To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at cotrbloom, or for more info about Church on the Rock, check out cotrpeople.com.